Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,187. Be positive and stay positive. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, calling in from New South Wales, Australia, Matt Hankin. Hey, Matt, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am buckled up and I'm holding on tight. All right. Matt Hankin is the head of marketing and communications at Rhino Rack Australia, where they create the world's most useful roof racks for work and play. Rhino Rack designs and builds durable and easy-to-use roof racks, luggage boxes, bike carriers, kayak carriers, load-securing accessories, and much more. Matt has been a marketer for over 29 years, having worked for many multinational and local Australian businesses in both the wholesale and retail environments. He's been with Rhino Rack for about three years now, supporting their local and global markets with a focus on Australia and the United States, where they have their U.S. operations in beautiful Denver, Colorado. So, Matt, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little more about your career, your business, your passion for automobiles before I jump into the questions? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Mark. I have, as you said, I've been with Rhinorack for a few years, but leading up to that, uh, I've worked in lots of different marketing roles uh, in and around automotive a couple of times with some automotive paint and a lot of the contractors, uh, businesses I've worked with in that space. So, moving into Rhinorack. And having roof racks my uh, whole driving life because I do a little bit of surfing has meant that I was fully aware of what was going on in this market. And um, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing at the moment. Absolutely. I had the luxury of going by your booth at SEMA and seeing some of your products, which is very cool. Very much an outdoor, get out to the outback kind of vibe, which is really cool. Things for Jeeps and trucks and all sorts of stuff, but stuff that you could use in construction as well to protect your vehicles and yourself. So we're going to learn a lot more about Rhino Rack and you. But first, as we continue on your journey, I like to ask my guests for a success quote or some kind of mantra that you may live by. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So Matt, take the wheel. Yeah, I think probably for me, be positive and stay positive. You know, we all go through lots of changes and and hard times and good times in life. But, you know, my mantra, and I share this with everyone around me, is to be positive and stay positive because we can do that. We can always continue to uh, just strive on and, and, and improve and, and change and grow. So, um, oh, and one other thing I live by, I tell my kids, never fly in a light aircraft. <laughs> yes. Yeah, be careful with those things. Absolutely. Well, you know, the, the products that you guys make for those of us who love to get out and have fun uh, have a lot to do with being positive and being regenerated and be fresh. So I would imagine that mantra is a pretty nice way to incorporate it into the products that you're trying to promote and sell through uh, Rhino Rack, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we're all about making things easier um, and making, you know, making those trips, whether it be for, for work or for, for play time, um, just more enjoyable because you can actually take uh, all the gear you need to have more fun with. And you're right, just getting out and rejuvenating on the, on the weekend or, you know, when you take a break. And, and we love um, at Rhino Rack getting out into the outback, what we call the outback, and um, and just relaxing and, and taking in the, you know, the beautiful country that we live in, which, you know, after being to the States and seeing some of Colorado, you guys have got some incredible areas of wilderness too that you can get out and enjoy. 
Oh, yeah. This place is kind of big, this United States, that's for sure. And I know <laughs> Australia is pretty darn huge, too. The thing about the U.S. is there's so many different kinds of outdoor activities, and it's a big deal over here. So I would imagine your products are, are very well received in this marketplace uh, as you expand into the U.S. Let's go back in time and talk a little bit about a story that instigated your personal passion for cars or for Jeeps and trucks. If we're going into the outback, I know you said you you love to surf. I'm a little jealous. I grew up in a place where I surfed my whole life, and then I moved away from there, and I haven't been able to get out in the ocean for, I can't even remember the last time. I think it was when I was in Hawaii last, which was far too long ago. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a car guy in some sense? Yeah, look, I think my car history is fairly eclectic. I remember after I bought my very first car, which uh, I bought with uh, not a lot of money, and it wasn't a really good car. I got a job and uh, started working and studying and marketing, and and I saved up a little bit of money, and I got myself a VL Commodore, which was a five-speed manual vehicle. I think the equivalent in the States was like a Chevrolet SS at the time. This vehicle was just, it was kitted up in what we call here a police kit, which means some of the gear under the hood was what the uh, the law enforcement officers were using to chase down the criminals in their vehicles, which were the same vehicles as the VL Commodore. And wow. um, this car was just a beautiful car to drive. I don't know, it must have just, just been good timing for me just to, to get into a, a car that just hugged the corners, just loved the road, and just being, uh, you know, that... That five-speed manual just gave me the ultimate control, and uh, and I fell in love with that car for quite a while. You know, they've got over here in the States police interceptors, the Ford Crown Vic that was the car that a lot of the uh, highway patrol used, and people will get their hands on used ones. They sell them off, and they've got three, four, five hundred thousand miles on them. And I got to drive one that my cousin had once, and I tell you, they're cool to drive because when you pull up behind somebody in the freeway, they just pull over and get out of your way, and you just drive on by. It's <laughs> <laughs> And without any lights or anything, they just, they look completely stealth, like a detective's car or something. So yeah, nice for traveling in, but uh, very, very cool. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure, because these are wonderful learning lessons if you look at them in a positive way. And I have a feeling you're the kind of guy, Matt, that does exactly that. So walk us through one of those times that taught you a really hard lesson, but something that you learned a lot from, and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career, your business, or even your life. Yeah, I think uh, maybe my career for this one, I, I I went through, as you said earlier, I've, I've been in marketing for quite a while, and I've seen a lot of changes. And I went through a period where digital, the digital space was just blowing up. And I got to a point where I was sitting in meetings with agencies and various suppliers where they were literally speaking another language to me. And I decided I would go and get educated. I would go and, uh, and do some more uh, study uh, on specifically on digital media and allow myself to better understand the changes that were taking place and how you know I could, could adapt uh, the business that I was working in, but even to a degree in my personal life, not being a dig- as they call it, digital native, um, I had to learn a little bit more about that particular space. And, mm-hmm. you know, just a, a short six months spent doing some additional study just gave me such a massive leg up for my career. Uh, and now I mentor some younger members of my team and have done some previous businesses in, in that space. And I'm fully aware of what's going on in that space now, which makes a big difference. You know, this is a really key thing. And especially now with so much social media and a lot of people who are not as keen on it get bombarded with a lot of people who say they're experts. And then they come in and Maybe they are, maybe they're not. Uh, 
How would you advise somebody who's dealing with that? Because I hear this from a lot of people. I'm part of some business groups and podcast groups and so forth. And people are always asking, how do I learn more about this or that or the other thing? What are a couple tips you might give somebody who is a business owner, whether it be large or small, that has to do something similar to what you did? Yeah, I think starting point from the marketing point of view is just to really understand what you want to say in your business and, and who you want to talk to. So these people who come along with all these bandangled different digital solutions, the key for me is to, is to get them to, to really explain, to stop and explain and show me the data. They're all very measurable and they all have ways that they can prove to you that they're going to do a good job. So get that data and then get somebody else outside of that, that, you know, that organization to then verify it. And again, you, there are lots of tools you can use to verify data that people are showing you. I've had examples where people tell me how many people visit their website and then I actually go and get it checked. And then maybe uh, stretching the truth when they tell me their numbers, maybe rounding up a little or a lot. Yeah, exactly. Great advice. Well, let's shift gears and talk about a big career aha moment. You've worked in many different sectors of business. And now that you're with Rhino Rack and you're playing with really fun things, it's selling some fun things to people who love to get out and, and enjoy stuff. Was there a, a big aha moment in your career as you moved through that you went, you know what, this is the path I need to go down. Those big off-road lights lit up a new way for you to go so you can meet your uh, your ultimate destination. Yeah, I think um, with marketing, you know, the principles are quite transferable depending on the business. But I think the aha moment for me, I, I got a role um, and let's just say I maybe stretched the truth a little about how many people had as direct reports. And I got a job where I had 10 people reporting to me in a marketing team. I realized after being in that role for a short period of time how important it was to work on the people rather than working on the on the role. Um, and uh-huh. how if I could, you know, get the people humming, well, then, then my job and, and my KPIs and everything I was trying to achieve was going to work much, much better. And that's flowed into everything I do. And you know, we did a photo shoot in the mountains of um, up near Winter Park in, uh, out of Denver there uh, about a month ago. We had a pretty big team and a lot of work to get done. And, and, you know, I worked on making sure that people were moving in the right direction and we all had the same vision. And, and that photo shoot turned out fantastic. And we just timed it perfectly and we got everything we needed. And that was because I was focusing on getting the people to hum. You know, what you just shared is absolutely golden because many people, as they progress in their jobs, as managers, junior managers, or up to senior managers, they don't realize at what point they have to make that transition from being a doer to being a team leader and a builder of people. That was a a nice golden nugget there. And it's a hard thing for people sometimes when they come and move up through the ranks. Wouldn't you agree that when they're always doing the work and then they got to become the person to make sure that all the people around them are doing the work? And that's a a hard mindset shift many times, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, you know, the shift between player and coach it can be a big yeah. step. And some people are naturals at it and some people are not. But, um, you know, you can still work on it. And, um, you know, most organizations will give you the, the time to, to work on it. But people are so important in every aspect of, of my life, but, you know, particularly in, in my career. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great story. Let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle. Maybe the first time you got a vehicle that really had great meaning for you. And maybe share a memory you have about that ride. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier on, um, I have a, a very eclectic history with vehicles. So I think when I, when I think about this one, it's, I had the opportunity to, uh, to get a, a company vehicle of my choice. And uh, at this particular stage of my career and life, you know, midlife crisis and all, I decided to get an Audi <laughs> A5 convertible. 
a beautiful car, beautifully engineered, beautiful to drive uh, and to look at. Probably the most, uh, the greatest memory I have with that vehicle at the time was I went and picked the vehicle up just before Christmas one year and my daughter, who was about 13 at the time, came with me and we drove home on a beautiful summer's day with the top down and we drove home across the Sydney Harbour Bridge. That's a pretty spectacular sight to begin with, but uh, driving yes. across that bridge with the top down was pretty special. That's cool. Those are awesome cars too. What fun that must have been. Awesome. Well, how about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've owned and let go that you really wish you had back? Yeah, interesting one too here. I, I, my very first SUV that I got into, so getting out of the sedans into an SUV, I, I got a Nissan Murano. Nissan were the pioneers of the CVT engine. And to me, um, I drove a lot of automatic, sorry, manual cars for a while. And then with company cars that came along, uh, it ended up being uh, autos. And this thing had the smoothest automatic transition that I've ever, ever experienced with the continuous, continuously variable transmission is what the CVT stood for. So, oh, yeah. and I think to me, I'm a, I'm a big guy. So, you know, I'm six foot six and not climbing down into a car, but just sliding into a car made a difference. But um, yes. yeah, the, Nissan, Nissan did it. I think you guys call them Nissans, but we call it Nissan here. But um, yeah, I think they did a great job mechanically with that vehicle and um, just made it a real pleasure to drive. Really gutsy vehicle too, considering, you know, the size of the vehicle and the engine. Absolutely. Well, I'd love for you to share more with our listeners about Rhino Rack, all the different kinds of things that you guys offer. You sent me a very cool picture um, of you, and I'm not sure where you were, but I'll let our listeners know you can go to Matt's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. He's driving a white Toyota. Actually, he's riding a bike on the top of a Toyota, if that's you, one of the two guys up there, with a big-ass trailer and all this stuff on the back. I mean, it's like these guys are heading off into the wilderness having some fun. And then you sent also a great picture of you with a a beautiful fish that you had caught. looks like somebody had a great dinner that night. So tell our listeners a lot more about Rhino Rack and everything they might find when they go to your website and look at your products. Yeah, um, referring to that picture, I mean... It's as you said, one thing Australians and, and Americans share, I think, is such a vast country that has huge differences in climate and terrain. You know, that Hilux is the most popular pickup in, in Australia, much smaller than the pickups in the US. But uh, yeah, we, we took that vehicle. We were testing products. We went to one of the most remote parts of Australia called Arnhem Land. Truly amazing location to visit. And we were lucky enough that the traditional owners of the land let us come onto that, that place and, and take our products up there and really give them a a good workout, which helps us understand what we need to do in terms of product development and product improvement. But um, those products uh, now, which is really exciting news for us, you would have seen them at SEMA. We've got those sorts of fits, those those pioneer solutions with the backbones now, the Rhinorak backbones on the on the roof supporting those those pioneer trays, where we give so many options on on what you can carry um, and where you can obviously go once you've got those products. But out. The pickup program that we've got running in the US, we're trying to fit as many of your popular pickups. Um, you guys sell so many vehicles compared to what we sell in Australia. For an example, um, we got our foothold in the US market through the Jeeps, and you guys sell more Jeeps in a year than we sell cars across the board. So we've got solutions for um, pickups and four-wheel drives and SUVs and Jeeps that allow you just to take so much gear with you um, and have, you know, obviously a more enjoyable experience out there in the wilderness. And, and again, as you said earlier, we're covering not only those types of vehicles. We've got uh, one of our strengths is that we've got fits for, for just about anything. 
Um, but we're really focusing on the pickups. And I've sort of, after my last couple of trips to the States and getting around in a couple of those big pickups, I'm, I'm really falling in love with, with those vehicles, the, you know, the, the space, the size, the power, um, and just the options that you've got in terms of where you can go with those vehicles. They just, they just lap it up. So, um, yeah, get onto the, you'll see some shots on our website, but get onto the website and, and have a look at some of the options we've got for pickups now. And what is that website? That website is rhinorack.com. Rhinorack.com. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Matt's page. What a fantastic job. Now, you know, one of the things Cars Yeah is all about is people who wrap their passion for what they do into their careers. And so that every day they go to work, well, maybe not every day, but most days are not like work. They're having fun. They're enjoying what they're doing. Just imagine being Matt and you get to drive out into the outback wilderness and spend some days testing products in the beautiful countryside there in Australia. I mean, that must have been heaven and bliss. I'm do you ever just pinch yourself and go, how did I get here? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that place, Arnhem Land, we went to a little place called Willoughby, and, and every day I saw the, sun, the most amazing sunset. Um, we caught some amazing fish. Um, we just had a, an amazing time. But, you know, I was so lucky. We went to Winter Park in September this year, and we, we caught the aspen pines changing color. And the, you'll uh, see some photographs yeah. on our website and in our catalog. It's just, I, I was saying to the guys as we're driving through, we'd see the, the beautiful green and then we'd see the red and the orange and the yellow. And then you would see one of these aspen pines in the middle of them that looked like someone had actually plugged it into electric- electricity and just it was just yes. glowing compared to the rest yeah. of them. So just, just you know, and, and yeah, definitely there was a lot of pinching going on while I was doing that trip. So, um, yeah, just an amazing, yeah. amazing place. Yeah, Winter Park. That's a beautiful part of this country as well. But, the uh, yeah, the change of the trees and the fall leaves, can just be mind-blowing. How fun, how fun. Well, very cool. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Matt. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, what would you be and why? Yeah, I was thinking about this, and, and with my experience in the U.S., with, with all the work we're doing with pickups, I think, you know, I spent a bit of time in the tundra, but I think any of the pickups that we took up into that, that place, I feel like, because I'm a big guy, I like to go anywhere, and, and they're so comfy and they just feel like they're happy to be in any environment. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I think that that suits me. And, and those those vehicles are just so ready for just whatever you want to throw at them. There you go. My next door neighbor's a big truck guy. Shout out to my neighbor, Bill. He's always had a pickup truck. And he just bought one of those new Ford Raptors and let me take it for a drive a couple of weeks ago. And, oh, my gosh, that was incredible. Talk about a comfortable vehicle, but massive power. And he takes it out to his ranch in eastern Washington where he goes hunting and drives over all sorts of crazy routes. I'm like, how can you take that beautiful new truck out in the mud and dirt and rocks? He goes, that's what it was made for. <laughs> it's cool. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a tall guy like you. So uh, We're trying to just educate people that they've got another space which is on the roof of that cab. You guys have got such so much space in the, in the beds. And, you know, we've got solutions for racks that sit over the beds as well. But... But, um, you know, here in Australia, our vehicles are smaller, so we're making more, taking the opportunity to use that space on top of the cab. And, um, you know, we'd love to see Americans taking up that option as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll have some fun talking with Bill later today about our talk here, Matt. Yeah. Direct him right yeah. to Rhino Rack for sure. Well, Matt, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. 
It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Matt. We are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, well, you know, it was around the time I actually bought an, that Audi where I was told, don't buy luxury European cars. At some point, they'll come back and burn you. Oh, ouch. <laughs> well, <laughs> that could be true. Yeah, when they need services or not so much service, but repairs. Yeah. <laughs> That's when things get really expensive. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it can hurt. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Back to uh, being positive, but smile and be positive, no matter what the situation. Uh, if you've got to calm somebody down, there's nothing that'll like a smile that will calm them down. You know, Matt, I've met so many wonderful people from Australia. I think you guys are just born with that in your DNA down there. I mean, it's mm. like everybody in Australia seems to be super happy. I think I'm just going to move there. <laughs> you know, it's like. What yeah. is with you? Something about the water you're drinking? What is it? It could be. It could be we're upside down as well or on the other side of the world. Maybe oh, something about that. you got more blood in your brains. That's why. You know how to think better <laughs> than we do. That's what it is. <laughs> I tell you, it's, it's, uh, I've just never met anybody from Australia I didn't like right off the bat. Now, do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners? I was thinking about this one, but you know what? All I came up with was rhinorack.com. You got to get there. Yeah, absolutely. Great things for your trucks and vehicles. If you love to enjoy going out in the wilderness or even, even at your job and work, there are some really amazing things there. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? You know, I was, I was sort of teetering between two here. I'm going way back and saying, you'd know, love to talk to Henry Ford. I'd love to find out where such an innovator, um, how, how he ticks and, and what it was that yeah. made him think about the awesome things that he came up with. But then I sort of think I'd also, on a complete opposite extreme, is I'd love to sit down with an F1 driver and just find out what goes through their minds when they're traveling at some ridiculous speed down a racetrack, really low to the ground. <laughs> 
Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Well, uh, Alonso's just retired from F1, so he might have a little time to spend with you. Maybe we could arrange yeah. something <laughs> like that. But uh, yeah, it's just incredible to think about how fast those guys are going and how they can think that fast. And, and even going back in time, there's a wonderful inner or a video on YouTube of Senna racing through Monaco in the rain. And you're just going, how yeah. did he do that? I just, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I think it's called Seat <laughs> Time is what it's called. Now, uh, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read you think our listeners would really enjoy reading? Uh, yeah, I, I, lead, I read lots of um, you know, biographies of sports people. I, you know, I, I love finding out how the, the passion and, and um, the experiences they have in, in their sport can transfer into business but um just recently i think one that's really impacted me is a book called the advantage by patrick lencioni uh, and it really works um heavily on how to make a healthy organization so it's a really interesting read and a very different approach in terms of um, how people may look at business absolutely great great book well listeners you can find all these great resources matt has shared on his cars yeah show notes page just go to cars type in matt hankin h-a-n-k-i-n and that page will pop right up. All right, Matt, time for a little bit of fun here. We're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool, fun collector car in the world. Could be a truck, could be a race car, motorcycle, whatever you'd like to have. Something fun to park in your garage. I'll even take care of the maintenance. If you want something European, don't worry about it. I'm going to get it fixed for you if you happen to break it. Uh, but there's a couple rules here. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. That little trick's off the table. Uh, you have to drive it. No garage queens here, Cars. Yeah, I want you to take it out and enjoy it. But it's the only one cool collector vehicle you can have. So choose wisely, my friend. Okay, so with my last few years' experience of visiting the States, being more involved in, uh, in your country and the business over there, I've got to go for a Mustang. I have to go convertible Mustang, and I think because it's got some, there's it's heroic. There's some romance about it. For us, it's very exotic here in Australia, but also powerful. So, um, yeah, I think I'd look pretty cool driving around with the top down on a Mustang. I think so. Yeah, go driving over the Sydney Bridge. That would be pretty cool. Now, yeah. would you like this to be an older vintage Mustang or something brand new? No, I think the older vintage one. I, I, I think probably because I saw plenty of them in the movies and you know back in the day. Yeah, that was one that I just love the shape and also love the uh, the power of the vehicle. Yeah, they're cool. Awesome. Well, maybe I could find, I think they might have made one or two or three uh, Shelby G2350 convertible Mustangs. That would be the one to have. I'll have to do a little research there for you, but uh, I'll get to work on that and uh, ship it on down. Maybe you can take me for a drive through the beautiful country down there in Australia. Well, Matt, you've taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey and everything that we've learned today about Rhino Rack with us. Please give us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Mustang convertible. <laughs> uh, I think for anyone out there who is looking for uh, to enhance their adventures and take their toys with them, you've got to get to rhinorack.com. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, on Instagram, but in the, U the US there, you guys love the outdoors as much as we do. Um, and you can, you've got more toys than we have, obviously, but uh, you can always find something that can, that can help you make that trip just a little bit more enjoyable. And uh, like I said, stay happy, stay positive. Absolutely. I'll make sure to put a link there, but it's really easy to find Rhino Rack, R-H-I-N-O Rack.com. Check out all the products there. You're going to be pleasantly surprised if you're not familiar with them. And if you'd love to get out into the wilderness. They have everything you need. 
You can find everything that we talked about today on Matt's show notes page at carsyeah.com. Just type Matt or Matt Hankin into the search bar and his page will pop right up. Matt, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yeah audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.